my god! Three window coupe, you're the toughest machine in town. Got a three window coupe that's short on looks, but she looks real good in the record books. I hold the track record in the quarter mile to the low ET down the asphalt aisle. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Not the Beach Boys episode of Who the Hell Are You podcast. I'm Dan. And I'm Rob. And thank you for joining us again on a lovely week in the fall of 2020. The craziest year that most everyone will live through, hopefully, in their immediate future. That's a pretty good synopsis of this year, actually. Yeah, well, now that we're coming to a close of the year and, you know, everybody gets their gets their analysis on and well, what are the best books and records and, and media we can consume by the end of the year it's uh, now become what can we do not to repeat the same thing that happened this year everyone <laughs> I meet's like well I just want this year to be over and I'm like I hate to tell you 21 doesn't look much different right now well, I was gonna say <laughs> it, the, the New Year's Day isn't gonna be the magic bullet yeah. that fixes, <laughs> fixes this listen guys they yeah. put this magic dust in the ball when it comes when down it, yeah when it comes down lights up yeah that, that means everything's cool the ghost of Dick Clark comes back and lays it on. <laughs> That's what we should have. That's going to be our New Year's episode, The Ghost of, of uh, Dick Clark. Now, as played by Ryan Seacrest. Just so, <laughs> just so you know, Rob, that was not the Beach Boys yeah, you heard what, on the intro. What in God's name was it? Ladies that? and gentlemen, you've never heard of the Rip Chords. And it's well because they were sued by Brian yeah. Wilson. I Actually, can only safely assume. <laughs> I did a little bit of research only because I listened to the first side because that was the the hit was uh, Hot Rod USA. Uh, obviously, yes. so I played Three Window Coupe and I looked it up and one of the 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 uh, Wilson brothers, not Brian Dennis or somebody, mm-hmm. actually produced this band. So he's like, they sound like us. Yeah. Let's do Guys, it. Guys, I know the, the secret to sounds. Yeah. Here you go. Like, you can sound just like my brother and my. You want to sound like us? All right, great. I want to get a piece of it. Oh. And now for some early 80s delay. I was going to say, some late 70s, early 80s <laughs> cavernous delay. <laughs> the Roland Quadroverb. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> for your needs. Is this, is this one of the, another flexi disc of, out of a magazine electronic musician? No, nope. this is a. What you're about to listen to is a collection from a certain record label. Uh huh. So this is all different people. We are now currently experiencing Dennis Haynes with Curtain, also available in cassette and compact disc. 1986. Oh yeah. It's not Wyndham Hill. 86, when your compact disc player was the size of a VCR. <laughs> yeah, like a top loader, or like a front loader. Yeah, where you could, you could, it was so big you could see the laser. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of like Wyndham Hill, but it's not. It's like... It's like... Um, it's too electronic. I mean, yeah, it's I mean, I, I wouldn't have probably did electronics, too, but... It's heavily manipulated, yeah. if it's a real piano at all. It's pretty scratchy, too, considering that it, it looks pretty much brand new. It just must be dusty. Somebody had this in the... Oh, I can see the dust I can now. see there's, like, a line. Yeah. Perfect <laughs> right dust now. line, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. 
It's like a tail of see, a comet. See, in 86, they would take an acoustic instrument and try to make it sound as, as less acoustic, as opposed to now where we take electronic instruments and try to make them sound more acoustic. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, well, that's why how the, the 80s... It comes full circle. See? That's why the 80s are now appreciated more than they were when they came out, because everyone was like, we want guitars and real drums, and what is this stuff? And now people are like, wow, things sounded so unique in the 80s. Exactly. I know I keep waiting for like somebody to start singing like Don't you forget about me <laughs> Or Tom Waits. Yeah. <laughs> or when I was rolling down in Louisiana. There's a bass drum with a chain hanging from yeah. it and you have rattling sound. Alright, let's let's jump yeah. to somebody else. I'm just gonna give you names, Rob, and then I want you to tell me if you heard any of these people. Mm-hmm. We've got G P Hall. Mm-mm. We got Peter and Clive Sarstedt. We have Steve Parsons. And mm. Phil Thornton. Steve Parsons, maybe. Three, Steve Parsons. He has Dreams of Gold and Helios. Part ones and two. Excerpts. Wait, both parts? They're not going to... Well, obviously, uh, being a sampler, they're just like, well, if you want to hear all 18 minutes of exactly. Helios. Exactly. Yeah, we'll go with Dreams of Gold. Sounds good. Maybe it's like Fields of Gold. Sorry. That was the Wyndham Hill. Yeah, that was the Wyndham Hill. Here we go. Yep. I picture a tiny room packed with synthesizers. It's very hot in there, and they recorded that this song there. Yeah, yeah. It it took like eight synthesizers to do this. Well, one's controlling the Prophet 6 with a uh, MIDI capability. That's right. No velocity. We which was note just on, in, note off, it's all. Just invented five and a half years ago. So this is a collection from some label. Um, <laughs> Not Windermill. <laughs> it's really hard to tell because it says colors on the front. Uh-huh. You'll see that on our podcast website. Oh, uh, the Instagram, actually. Yeah, that's right. Who the hell are you podcast Instagram? Or Facebook. Or Facebook. If you want to go there. The selections on this album have been chosen from the Colors series, which include the following albums. Um, And it just says Film Tracks Pick. All published by Film Tracks. So it really is kind of a... And it's... Oh, wait. And on the record here, we have to stop it. Here, we'll do the the slowdown. Ready? Yeah. I gave it a little old school slowdown. Old school. Yeah, it's good slowdown. It's on the on the JCI label, which stands for Jado Concepts Incorporated. So there you go, ladies and gents. And, and it's funny that, and just because I keep forgetting to say something, but that last song actually had a little Mark Knopfler ish to it. Oh yeah, yeah. Like little. the the era that this is the era that Mark Knopfler wrote the soundtrack to Princess Bride. Oh, correct. Bing, bing, bing. As you wish. I just, I just watched it with the kids. <laughs> just watched it with the kids. Yay! It's a great, great flick. They, they. By the way, they fought me tooth and nail because my kids can be jerks. But yeah. when after they watched it, they're like, we should have watched this sooner. And I'm yeah. sitting there, and I said, with my chin on the floor, mad. I was like, really? Did, did, was it because it was had the princess, and they're not into that anymore, or yeah. they just thought it was like real people? It the, wasn't cool. My, my kids are creatures of habit. They like to rewatch the same movie over and over. So they don't like new that much. I'm like, you guys are missing out. There's so many great movies. And I said, when do I? I've never steered you wrong. I I agree. So, yeah. 
Sometimes people, uh, sometimes people get over the princess thing and they're like, I don't want to watch any more princesses. But then you're like, it's mostly about a giant. Exactly. A French giant. All right. Name Andre. Let's turn the corner here. All right. This has one of the coolest covers that I've found in a long time. It's almost like an MC Escher. Oh, cover. it's an Escher. Look at that. Yeah. You can turn it upside down. And it also has little cut edges, kind of like um, uh, Dear Mr. Climbing Fantasy traffic. Right? Yeah. Here we go. I keep forgetting as I fall on my face because somebody forgot to wipe away bloodstains. Oh, man. That was, I thought that was going somewhere different. He's like, someone forgot to wipe away the bloodstains. <laughs> Getting very dark. Wow. Is this a musical? No. Is it? No. No. It's like a it's like a evil evil Broadway film. Uh, Jimmy Levine actually produced it. That's a that's a name. Is it? Yeah. It's the motors. We just had some. It's actually just two. It's, it's Andy McMaster and Nick Garvey. It says those two. Wait a minute. Jimmy, I or L? Is it an L or an I? Oh no, I'm sorry. It's an I. That's what I'm saying. I couldn't figure that out. Whether there was another record we just listened to that he produced, and I'm like, I can't tell whether this is an uppercase I or a lowercase L. I'm, I'm looking this one up though. Let's see. So crazy! I found these two records at completely different times. And Jimmy Lovine, Iovine, produced both of them. Yeah, this is 1980. This is the Motors, ladies and gentlemen. The Motors motors with ten steps. The the meters were already taken, so they took the motors. And it, it's just it's just two two people on this band. Another two person band? Yeah. Good grief. I feel like there's more people on the song, I'm just saying. It's got a very Asia guitar tone. I often think about that. Early eighties guitar tone, Asia, and yeah. even Prince had it. Yeah. Whoa. I mean this sounds like a uh, I mean, think about who they were kind of... They were coming up 80. They were competing against ELO, and they were British. But they were coming up against all these prog, proggy glam bands. That's what this is here. We have we have stumbled across a lot of prog rock this season so far. It's like polka in season one. I, you know, polka's a lot easier to spot, I admit, because it mostly has a picture of an accordion. I'd say some guy with an accordion. Or says polka on it. Yeah. But Or Liedenhausen. I have found so many... Secret prog bands in the last couple months. This actually a little bit reminds me of uh, Peter Gabriel era. Uh, oh yeah, Genesis. Genesis. Yeah, so it certainly does. And somebody bought this for twelve thirty-three back in the day. <laughs> you did not, however. I did not. <laughs> this was a dollar. That's a dollar well spent, my friend. It is. Well, this is the this is the title track. Of the record, Tenement Steps, but it's actually the first track on side two, which also brings us back to the fact that normally the hits were not the first Never track. Never the first track. You always had to get them buried yeah. into the middle. And then you'd hear it later and you go, hey, that's the name of the album. Yeah. 
But, you know, it's weird, is that the first track has the highest fidelity because it's got the largest circumference. By the time you get to the middle, and oh, it's, right. it's, it's crunchier. It doesn't have the fidelity, so... Because it's going to make too sharp of a turn. Yeah, it just it doesn't play the same in the middle of the record. And you can hear it, especially on certain really hot, like high gain records. By the time you get to the last track, it's like... Your needle's like, no, yeah. I can do it. Well, there we are, folks. The motors with the tenement motors. steps. The and funky the motors fade. and tenement steps. The, fun- the funky, funky motors. <laughs> this week on Casey's Top 40. Well, we might as well continue because we, I want to hear... This This seems like another concept album because here's the other... Here's the, here's the tracks in order from side one. Love and Loneliness, Metropolis, Here Comes the Hustler, That's What John Said, and then the next one, Tenement Steps, Slum People, Nightmare Zero, and Ooh. then Modern Man. It's sort of like the three stages of drama. That's right. You know? We have the... The build-up, the the tension, and then the denouement. It's hard into it. <laughs> oh, <I miss> it. <laughs> so, what do you think? We should we should go with. Uh, I think you should go for full absolute resolution. Okay, modern man, it is. Yeah. <laughs> going, we're going to see what happens to the people yeah. on the tenement steps. Oh yeah, that's right. They just they just did the march down thing like that odd dance scene in Ferris Bueller's Day Off during Tenement Steps, and now we're getting to modern modern men. Oh, did I turn this down? I certainly did. Okay, modern men. Whoa! Did any money sneak a track on this? Yeah. Album? <laughs> uh. This is where the the credits are rolling now. In the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of now it's really. A lot different. They're like, we could rock too. Oh. It's almost like Judas Priest light. Yeah. Diet Judas Priest. Diet Priest. Everybody's got really heavy chorus on their voice, too. See, it's a little fuzzier now. We're listening to the inside track. Less musical. Yeah. Uh, well, Rocky Horror, maybe. It seems just really... just seems really busy. The guitar's like soloing over the vocals yeah, the entire it's, time. It's like Dixieland. Everyone's solo. <laughs> they, they've gone full circle into Dixieland. <laughs> right into Dixieland. Uh, we it, it we get very, the idea. It is very uh, Judas Priest. Modern though. man. Yeah. I want to say, Definitely you Rob, got Rob, another thing Rob, coming. Guest singer Rob Halford. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it also seemed like a different vocalist from from the first song. Well, it could have been the, the, the other guy in the yeah, band. The other dude. The well, one of the motors. One, yeah, the motors. Who who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? Who you know, I, I would have almost... I may have paid $12 for that. 
Really? Well, maybe in 80, I definitely would have. I think I brought this to Lara's house, and she goes, I think I had that record. And I'm like, it's from 1980. She's like, yeah, I bought a lot of things in 1980. <laughs> well, see, but that's one of those records, and when you see it on the Instagram, everybody, it's one of those records, if you walked into a store, and that, that was on the, check out the Billboard number 179 out of 200 album, and you'd be like, look how cool that record looks. I'm going to buy that. You know, just by the virtue of the, bo- the way the box looks. The sleeve. Oh, sure. Yeah, it, it it's a it, an appealing package. You might buy it just a roll of dice. Package, paper, paper, paper package. Pop I think I pop. bought a Petra record one time because the album cover was so cool. You know, pleasing, the, pleasing it, Petra. Yeah, well, it was the, it was the guitar that was a spaceship. It was awesome. Oh, I do. I think I have that one. Yeah, I think I I think I found that. That's a sweet, but, but sweet Petra record. has gone through so many stages of popular music. You know, back when they started, they were like a, a heavy rock band, and then they kind of got into the alternative scene in the nineties, and then well, they and they, they Christian rocked. They Christian well, yeah, rocked. that's yeah. their well, theme. that was their theme. Yeah, yeah but they true. they changed a lot. Like, they did. They came out with like a almost like a ska record. Well, then, but what happened was, yeah, because they were all rocking, and then Striper took them to task, Striper. and they were like, you know what, guys, <laughs> let's not compete with Striper. Well, what? We're, <laughs> We're just going to go full ska band now. One of my favorite thrift stores is a Christian thrift store that collects money for, uh, you know, people getting out of jail and helping them get started again. So you know that that's kind of where your your money's going. Yeah, which is great. But they always play, you know, Christian radio in there. And one day I literally heard uh, To Hell With The Devil by Striper. Yeah, you did. I heard it. <laughs> Loud and proud. I was like, wow. That they, really, is... they really commit. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. I'll tell you what else is amazing, Rob. It's the 45 pickup. Oh, 45. My favorite time of the night. That's right, Rob. Day, we're gonna go, we're whatever gonna go. it is right now when we're you're listening. Go. Good evening. Good night. Good, good night. Good morning. I'm gonna, we're going to go back to the old school way, Rob. We're not going to roll any dice. We're going to close your eyes. And I'm going to start putting them in your hands. So close your eyes and grab right, the one here it is. that mentally stimulates. <laughs> nope. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, that was close going there. I I think that's the one. Uh, oh, I, oh well then I'm grabbing this one. You have to. I'm sorry. You have to actually make. Oh. It's, it's you're like the beach and crane. I, I did break a rule. I'm actually looking at the label, and I got to tell you, I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> no, no, you're not breaking a rule. You need to look at the label. This. You need to be aware of what we're getting into. Um, we are. The, wow. Wow. Deep, listen, ladies and gentlemen, deep cuts. Deep cuts coming at you. Who the hell are you podcast? Mm-hmm. I want to make a microphone sound here for a second. I'm going to move this. That's all right. It's called editing. Plus, you can listen to this. Hey, there you go. They love the microphone movement. Uh, okay, ladies and gentlemen. This, oh, is, yeah. this is gold. I do remember finding this. All you need to know and all I need to know is that this record was produced by John Deere. No, not a guy. <laughs> not some guy. John the, Deere. The tractor company. Yes, the tractor. You you know, the green with the yellow writing. That's right. And uh, both sides um, are the same somehow. So I'm just going to play side A. Maybe it's like like that New Age record where there's two movements of the same song. <laughs> I agree. Or maybe maybe they have a carry. So hold on, version. would you would you put this on your John Deere while you're tractoring? Would you maybe put some headphones on and listen to this? Did they have? Maybe you'd have to have a suspension mounted turntable yeah, for that. Serious suspension. <laughs> Here we go, John Deere producing the Great American Farmer. So I picture this. This is an executive. The of America, he travels. 
On his real the summer sun, the winter snow and rain. I picture an executive sitting in a golden grain of flowing and a meeting at John Deere headquarters and they're like What can we do to further draw the great American farmer to our tractors? They're like, Well, farmers like music and here we are. And they're proud. They are. As he looks out from beneath his suntan brow Please tell me there's a video of some guy driving cross country on his Johnny Deer Like George Jones the world, Yeah <laughs> Too soon own country drum. He's everywhere in this great land He holds the good earth in his hands He's a friend Wow, listen to that reverb yeah. He's the great American farmer. This, yeah, is, a, is. this is officially the quadriverb episode. Yeah, well, yeah. You'll exactly. find him on his way to the field. Welcome to quadriverb, everybody. <laughs> well, this can't He'll be because this was produced in 1976. Working that piece of ground that lives in his mind forever. Mm-hmm. It's a permanent part of his soul. Yep. You'll find him pumping fuel into his tractor or setting posts for his electric fence to keep his cattle in. <laughs> Sorry. You'll it's find very him cutting cane in Oklahoma, picking cotton in Texas, baling hay in Indiana, New York, and California. Cutting wheat in Kansas and the Dakotas. Yep. Combine and corn in Iowa, Nebraska, Combine and Carolina. And corn. Forget that Michigan. He's got dirt on his big calloused hands, a sweat-stained straw hat, and a heart as big as this big land he works. Ooh. He's got a How does he even fit that heart in this land? Kids like everybody else. He should have it checked out. Large hearts are dangerous. That's high elevation. That's right. in church on Sunday morning. He listens to the world through his radio and TV, and he's always at the mercy of the weather. Radio and TV aren't telling you much. He's humble. He loves his neighbors. Uh-huh. He knows what friendship really means. Wow. He's a good man. Hold, 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 hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We have to take a slight breather here because he keeps using the word he. Yeah. The, the royal he is referring to the great American farmer. Right. And he is going way, <laughs> way into this. Yeah. And you just mentioned... Some executives sitting there going, how can we, you know, get people to buy our tractors? Yeah. Well, flattery. (laughs) Flattery will get you everywhere. Flattery. Yeah. We'll sell tractors. Yeah. Well, well, (laughs) (laughs) um, uh, what I like, too, though, is that only because, you know, we know our records are made. Now, there's a chance this was done live, Mm -hmm. but there's also a chance that they had the band do everything and then over to the singers. Yes. And imagine being the pedal steel player and the guy playing, I'm I'm assuming is a Rhodes, they're just droning on and on. They're like, so how long is this? Oh, it's it's, it's 92 measures. He's going to talk about (laughs) some guy with cow's hands that combines corn Combine. Carolinas. Combine. Sweet, sweet alliteration. I love that. All right, let's see what else we have for Flattery 101. (laughs) He knows the pride of standing at the end of a field, Mm -hmm. looking at the even furrows that move out to the end of the world. Love even furrows. Watching that bumper crop stretch up to touch the sky. This is a family show, Dan. He knows the beauty of a soft, (laughs) gentle rain and how to break that top crust so that Mother Earth can enjoy a refreshing drink. (laughs) You'll find him sweating from the hot summer sun and the exhaust from his big four-wheeler and Sometimes oh, you'll see him. All right, hold on. Oh, is he four wheeler? The exhaust from the big four wheeler. That's rolling coal, my friend. And <laughs> 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 Let me translate this now. Rolling coal, y'all. 
the night before he was to have reaped the harvest of his dreams. Ooh. You'll find him leaning on the kitchen table late in the evening, weary from the labors of the day. Yeah, you're Happy right. That steel player is just still like... He's got dirt on his face and his hair's must. His shirt unbuttoned and his Go back to the four. Now to the one. He's a little greasy. He smells kind of funny, but he really loves you, so just get over it. The politicians next year. You can count on him when the chips are down. His word is his bond and his honor. Yep. In the wintertime, you'll find him out in the shed working on his tractor, Prenup. combine, or one-way, getting ready for the springtime and the long, hard summer ahead. Whew. He knows the excitement that comes from watching the yellow school bus kick up dust as it moves down a country road oh. with a load of happy kids. And I didn't know that was part of being a farmer. That is. That's part of being lonely. Yeah, well, maybe. Hey, hey, hey. Help could never get there in time. <laughs> and you'll find him on a winter evening, sitting by the fire with his hands wrapped around a hot cup of coffee. Yep. Whoa. Yes, he's more than a friend. Okay. He's the great American farmer. Oh. Whoa. He takes. He got tired at the end. He's like, I don't have any more energy. Yeah, the great see, American farmer. There's like farmer. a breath of he desperation. Yeah, he's like, he's like this guy. He's, he's good. I mean, I gotta sing another bar here. I gotta sing another chorus. We gotta listen to the second side of this. Yeah, we gotta figure out what's what's the difference. Maybe it's the Spanish version. No. He holds the it's a 76, I don't Let's know. be honest. There's no Spanish. <laughs> I don't like to I don't like to make a generalization. We're not coming back for Oats. <laughs> We're not not coming back for Oats. He's a friend. He's the great American farmer. Come on. I would like at the end though some old farmer to be like, get off my property! Yeah. <laughs> I ain't holding no woodstock. That's right. You get your hippie music out of here. Wow. I that, got things to reap and sow. I knew that was going to be good, but I just didn't know how good. Where did you find that, Jim? That, uh, I believe, since it doesn't have a price sticker on it. Oh, that I, came free with your tractor, my man. No, no. Because <laughs> certain <laughs> okay. places insist on, like, you know, putting a one of those, you know, sticker, yeah, pricing yeah. gun stickers yeah. on it. And it always sticks and it leaves residue. So, um I'm going to have to think hard about this because I found it pre-pandemic. Okay. So, this pre- goes back a little ways. Pre-vid. Yeah, pre-vid. And uh, it, it, it just jumped out at me. As you- soon as I saw the John Deere logo, I said, I don't care what this is. Let's see what Side 2 has in store for us. Oh. It's a really wobbly version. <laughs> it sure is. It's the same song. Through the heartland it of is. America he travels. Okay, hold on. Let's see... Let's see if he says anything. Maybe this time. Maybe is this the, time he is insults us. <laughs> you find him sweating from the hot summer sun and the exhaust yeah. from his big four wheeler. Yeah, he's rolling cold. So, so here's the thing. If, uh, so you're in the sales center buying your new Johnny Deere combine, and they're like, Mr. Kaufman, I can have, I can give you the extended warranty and a second set of tires. And uh, by the way, we're going to throw in this two sided 45 <laughs> with the same song on it. That's gonna describe you to a T, sir. Yeah, it, it. They're playing it in the background. You're like, this song is about me. Yeah, this is totally about me. Well, it it makes me wonder because we have, I think we found a couple other times the same song being on both sides, and I think it was literally just like, well, what are we gonna do? Leave it blank? You know, we need to put something on the other side, and it doesn't matter what side. But, and then for the consumer, you actually can 
make the argument that you can play one side until it gets a little messed up. And then you have the other side. You have two copies of the same song. Ethel only played the B side yeah. on a special occasion. <laughs> I, t- <laughs> I told you the A side is mine. Yeah, exactly. The A side's for every day. B side's for Christmas. <laughs> and Thanksgiving and Halloween. Well, Rob, there's only one way for me to follow this up. And it is something equally as weird and obscure. Her Who's that? Oh, absolutely not. No, that's a cheater. You take your girl and he'll lie. And he'll mistreat her. I don't like to throw the, the word, uh, who the hell are you, theme song around too often. But uh, I think we may have settled on a new one, my man. Blue-hearted clown? Full-hearted? Full-hearted. I go with blue-hearted. Full-hearted. Full-hearted. They're calling him a cheater, so maybe it's supposed to. Oh, I thought it was a cheetah. No. Talking about a wildcat or a a scuzzy guy? Are you talking about the fastest cat on the savannah? Are you talking about a (laughs) deadbeat deadbeat loser? He sounds like Tennessee or Ernie Ford. Yeah, I was going to say. He sounds like somebody my choir teacher would have yelled at. Why are you singing like Kermit? Alright, so I don't know what song this is, and neither do you. It's the cheetah. But here we go. The cheater. If you go to our Instagram page, you'll see the cover. And all it says on the cover is Homeward Bound, Woman, The Cheater, Sure Gonna Miss Her, and then a bunch of other tunes, and then at the bottom it says in really tiny lettering, which modern sound compatible plays monaural or stereophonic. And on the back, it says, we're happy to offer this modern sound album album to you as an addition to your record library for a very modern, modest price. Modern sound albums represent, in our opinion, a new concept in recording, music selling at a budget price level. We do everything possible to make each one of our albums comparable in quality with any other album in the market, regardless of price. Every selection of every album has been recorded since 1962 using the finest studio, musicians, studios, musicians, vocal groups, and lead singers in the country. They are manufactured in our own plant using the very finest of materials. Nashville, Tennessee, baby. So so this is a, a, a record that was basically an ad to get records made. I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's going to be covers because isn't Homeward Bound a Simon and Garfunkel song? I mean, well, they got Doctor Feelgood on here. Yo, yeah, oh. they they wrote. <laughs> I'm, they wrote I'm pretty it sure it's not the same one. Pre-crew. Yeah, that's Doctor Feelgood is the last song on side one. Right, He's like, He's the one that called Doctor <laughs> Feelgood. He's the one that makes him feel all, all right. Well, let's right. see. Let's see if Homeward Bound is actually the Simon and Garfunkel song because then we'll have to turn that off. Yeah, that's right. But maybe they're doing a cover of it. Wow. They found a guy who sounds a lot like Paul Simon. Yeah. When I was a kid, I was at the Kmart, and Back to the Future was super hot at the time. And I remember standing in the line with my mom to check out, and there was a cassette. It sounds- oh, we're going to get sued for this. i got to turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Paul Simon, I swear. 
No, no Garfunkel was it harmed. It wasn't Homeward Bound. It was Home Wish going. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, and I remember getting this cassette, and I was all excited because I thought it was uh, Huey Lewis, Power Love. But it was, it was like Henry... Lewis spelled L O U I S and, oh. and yeah, it was like a it was like a cover of a Huey Lewis song that was popular at the time, and I was very disappointed. You know what? I you know you just sparked my memory. One of my early record purchases, I think I wanted the song um, uh, "Heartache Tonight" by the Eagles, and, and yeah. my mom bought me the Mirror Image record of the Eagles. So it was done just like you said, like super close to the original. But it wasn't the Eagles. <laughs> like, who's this? Is this the Eagles? No, yeah. it's, the, it's the Falcons. Yeah, it's yeah. It's totally no, different. It's a studio band that they specifically yeah. are covering the songs, paying the royalties to the writers yeah. only to sell it for like five bucks in the store. I don't know. I don't know how anyone but thought listen, that was a good idea. Han Denley was a good singer. Han- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, Han. Here we go. Dr. Feelgood, ladies. Can you imagine like, if this was actually the Dr. Feelgood? Yeah. And then we were like, we'd blow the lid off the crew's entire career. <laughs> we'd be like, they thought they'd never find us. Right. Here we are. All of you women. Southside Jen. Oh, no. Don't come around. Wow. This is totally different. Every song is completely different. Around Maybe the crew was singing about this guy. Yeah. I'm from home. And I don't dig sand bones. You don't what? Say you. The Blues Brothers? <laughs> it sounds like it could be. Wow, I like this. I gotta give it two hus. He's putting his heart into it. He is, he is, definitely. Now if you don't wear what I want, baby, don't come around at all. Modern cell. Say you. I love him small. And I love him tall. Oh, tall. Oh, tall. Oh, big and tall. He's not. A, want, he, needs, he needs synonyms. Don't That's right. Don't come around at all. Well, they call me the doctor. The doctor. In my neighborhood. Neighborhood. But my baby, she calls me. Baby, she calls oh, me. Oh, doctor, feel good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she does. Have you ever feel good? <laughs> Have you ever feel good? Sometimes. Well, you talk about women. Yeah. Good, 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 good. Good, good. Oh, good. Whoa. That's a heck of a fade there. That's a pretty hard fade. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know where you're going to find this record because it was produced for Modern Sound out of Nashville, Tennessee sometime, yeah. I'm going to guess in the late 60s because it said since 62. Yeah, I mean, they made tens of copies and, of that And record. Homeward Bound is on there. So, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I guess there was a whole market, like you said, Rob, for people... Who just couldn't afford that twelve dollar record? They had to buy. The, they bought the eleven dollar one. Yeah, the six dollar or six dollar you know, imitation. If you can't, if you can't get the real thing, you know, get the imitation. That's right. Well, Rob, I know you're as excited as I for a segment we like to call 
High School Band. Oh, nice. And today we have a choice, Rob, because it's a double-sided... Wait, it's two schools? Well, it's two different things from the same school. Okay. Right now, in my hand, I have the 1967 All-Maryland High School Chorus Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. the 1967 All-Maryland... Oh, no. Okay. It's chorus and orchestra... And some are just chorus, and some are just orchestra, and one is combined chorus and orchestra. Can I ask, is um, Zadok the Priest or Shadrach on there? I don't think so. It's Penelope Hellett as the accompanist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the, uh, Gerald Mack is the choral pr- conductor. Let's roll the dice on them. Okay. Is well, there a song list, or we just... It's a there is, of- but w- the first is just a bunch of, of just a chorus. Let's just check out both, man. This was the best of the best in 67. That's right. They owned it. They owned the stage. Yep, this sounds like my choir. Yeah. Sweet decatree recording. Sounds good, though. Makes me lament that kids don't get to do this much anymore. Yeah. And these people didn't grow up to be professional singers. They just did it for fun. Yeah. Just do it for fun, kids. Just do it for fun. Just because. Yeah. Because you can sound like this. I have a cassette of my high school choir somewhere. Me too. I have the the all-state or all-county band on cassette. Nice. We'll have to get our own in here someday, Rob. We'll, just yeah, have... we'll, do, a, we'll do a show of our old, our old high schoolness. Yeah. We'll be like... High school band. Local style. Seems like from the late Baroque period, moving into Madrigal, out of Madrigals, into... What always amazed me is when the kids got really, when you get to the, the county level and the district level choirs, and the kids would sing some pretty hard pieces. I, I remember I was in county choir growing up, and we had to do a Nightingale Sang in Barkley Square, which is a beautiful song. But, you know, the person next to you might be singing a half half step off of you. That's true. You're, you're only as strong as your flattest singer. That's right. Wow. Well, here's the orchestra. So that, that sounds like a T-shirt I would wear. <laughs> Oh, this sounds like the the background and part of Jaws, actually. With yeah. the boats pulling out of the um, yeah, heading yeah. Out. They're, yeah, they're getting on Quint's boat. They're heading out to catch the shark. It's very similar. Ooh, so scratchy. This didn't come with a cover, ladies and gentlemen. This came, as I like to call it, going commando. Just the record found its way. It's, it's del- yeah. It's- Classical music, you have to have a really clean record because there's so much dynamics in it. Some someone bought this though; their kid was probably in it. Oh sure. And and that year, every holiday they played this for the family over. That's yeah. right. They're like, "That's Jimmy on bass clarinet." That's right. Can you hear the bass? Cl- it's right there. That's it. That's it. That's it. There. Yeah, there. Right, right there. there. That's it. Oh. Whoa. Oh. Oh. It skipped. Jimmy, you were three cents short on that one. <laughs> Be more like the third trombone player from Peckway. That's right. Don't let him get in your head. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is Aaron Copeland. I know that. 
I think they go into ro- rodeo or rodeo if you want to call it. Down rodeo? Yeah, down rodeo. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Ooh, piano player's getting some action. And is that a scratch or castanets? That's a, that's a wood block or wood one block. of those big. What are those weird looking ones that look like a acorn that had a slice in the middle? Oh yeah. What were those like a, called? Like a, they had a weird name. It's, it's almost like a weiro, but not. Yeah, but it was still. It was a tree of them. It yeah, had yeah. like three and three. Yeah, like blocks. Yeah, I like this. Now it just reminds me of some ad for steak sauce. <laughs> beef. It's what's for dinner. <laughs> it is what's for dinner. It is, you're right. It's the beef ad. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. That's a R.I.P. For high school. That's pretty good stuff. R.I.P. Jim Garner. That's right. Oh, I did find a really cool record of TV show theme songs written by Mike Post. But man, those are too well known. But oh, I would love to play the sweet, the, sweet the theme to. Um, he did Hill Street Blues. Yep. He did Greatest American Hero. Mm-hmm. He did the Rockford Files. He did Magnum. Magnum PI, one of the greatest themes of yeah, all time. One of the greatest. I can sing it. I can just picture the, I can do the helicopter it. and the sweet matching van. <laughs> Island hoppers. <laughs> TC. TC and Island Hoppers. Yeah. TC's like, you want the chopper? You know, when I lived in Oregon, there was a guy that had a replica t- uh, Island Hoppers van up the street from me. Oh. I used to stalk it, hoping what, it was TC. Actually, was, he's still around. Did he hang out with a British he, guy? Was it, yeah, yeah. Named Higgins? Higgins. <laughs> None for you, Higgins. None for you. That's Tom Selleck's food. <laughs> Higgins. Well, Rob. All right. I've been saving this one. Oh, no. I've been saving this one for the right time, and I think between <laughs> our... Tonight is the time. Our quadriverb uh, thread, or possibly our... Progressive Rock. I have no idea what this is. All I know is that it's put out by a label called Sudarshan Disc. S-U-D-A-R, Sudarshan, S-H-A-N. And it's Golden Avatar with a change of heart with their hit. Kubalatcha, their hit. (laughs) Their first track, World Beyond the Sky. The Chet Atkins guitar, correct. There was John Denver. Yeah. Was a very busy bass player. Yeah, I love set. Is this guy seventies, right? I love busy seventies bass because it, it doesn't step on anyone. It just sounds good. Yeah, seventy six. Yeah. Rob, that's uh, Carl Lang and Steve Pinkston playing bass. Yeah, it is. It's really loud, though. The bass is like the loudest thing in this mix. Well, they, the speakers couldn't reproduce it in 76. Ooh, jazz flute. Yeah, <laughs> some sexy jazz flute. Well, lead vocals is a guy named Michael Cassidy. The, the forgotten cousin of the Cassidy brothers. <laughs> it was recorded at Golden Avatar Studio in Los Angeles, so that's obviously where they got some name. 
They're like, hey, this band sounds good. What should we call it? Well, yeah. this place is called Golden Avatar. So we'll call ourselves Golden Avatar. <laughs> yeah. What it's like we own the studio. What studio are we recording at? That's right. We'll call ourselves Sound City. That's right. Well, look at the power station was a studio, too. Remember? That's true. <laughs> Hey, we're seeing a pattern. We got another pattern. That's right. What's your band called? Electric Ladyland. (laughs) (laughs) Produced by Carl Lang. Wait. Maybe Mutt Lang. Golden Avatar? That's what it says. I wonder if that became Avatar. I don't know. Because Avatar Studios, that's a big studio. Now you can buy buy plugins from Avatar. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Somebody in the bottom says special thanks to James Hunter, Stevie Wonder, Neil Diamond, Alfred Fond Ford and George Harrison for their contributions. So this this has something written on it. Oh hold on. They were they were connected. I'm heading over to the Wikipedia. Golden Avatar had some heavy hitting thanks. Neil Diamond to George Harrison. Yeah, over at Discogs. Let's see what they say. This kind of song makes me think like we're out in a park, like on a double bicycle. We're just kind of pedaling along, you know. Like, hey, <laughs> stop playing some frisbee. <laughs> Throw back to Tom Selleck wearing really short shorts. <laughs> yeah. Tom, what are you doing? Oh, Golden Avatar Bands. Control Wiki. Golden Avatar. It's funny, they were on Discogs, but when I, I put it in Wikipedia, it just comes up with Avatar, which is actually a Swedish heavy metal band. Yeah, and it's Not also a movie. Thing. By that dude who did Titanic. Well, Golden Avatar. I mean, that's a pretty, this is a uh, pretty well-produced uh, album. Sounds good. Well, yeah, Golden Avatar being the studio must have known what they were doing. and yeah, Maybe they were like the session musicians, and they were like, yeah, well, let's call the band out of the studio. Yeah, they were like the Wrecking Crew, but they didn't have a name, cool That's name right. like that. That's right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I know exactly what you're saying. Bop, bop. <laughs> yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you've made it to the end of another... I can't believe it's already over. Well, you know, it's like a short commute, Rob. If you have like a 40-minute commute in the morning, this is what you should turn on. Bring us with you. If you've got 20 minutes, you can listen half on the way and half on the way home. Exactly. It works out perfectly. So, so if you're just getting home, everybody, have a good evening. Don't go anywhere. 